Matt. Welcome to Back into the Future with Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to <laughs> the modern day. It is Back into the Future, our 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 show, but it's 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 the day that you're listening to this is the it's always whatever day you're listening to it. No, it's the day it's we're the, recording it. Yeah. Which is I don't know. June seventh. Two twenty twenty two. Yeah. How futuristic of a date. With me as I my name is Mark. With me as always is my gorgeous wife, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good time here. We do the uh this this bonus show for everyone. This is a Patreon exclusive. If you're listening to this, that means we've we've deemed it uh worthy to kind of give you a little sneak peek of our our Patreon only contents. Yes. So <laughs> we have several shows over on Patreon. We do uh we do the um Lost in Time. Lost in Time where it's whatever year, we whatever just, random ass year. We, we just want it come to be. up with a random ass year, and and we do a, a, the, the regular show. We do like a movie. We do some news. We do a television show from that era. Uh, we do this show, the <coughs> the modern show. We do the uh, mixtape show, mm-hmm. massive mixtape. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on over there. Well, and here's the thing: is like. There'd be a lot more stuff going on over there if we had some more subscribers on Patreon because yeah. we want to make a lot more content. Yeah. We, we just can't make as much content as we want right We want to be able to quit our jobs and do this just <laughs> exclusively this. So why don't you guys all pay us? To right, do- right, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's cheap. It's, it's a cheap entry uh, over there. So just uh, go ahead and check out our Patreon, Patreon dot com slash retro lefe. You can you'll find it in the the links below this as well. We don't get to shill it very much on the regular show because it is nineteen ninety seven right. on the normal show. So we have you know we're gonna we're gonna do a Dawson's Creek show coming up in yeah. uh, about a year. That might go on That's, Patreon. That starts in January of nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, so just uh, January of uh, next year. Yeah, January. It'll be, we'll start it in January of 2023. Right. I'm excited. I love Dawson's Creek. Can you believe it's going to be 25 1998 is going to be 25 years ago. I graduated in 1998. Wow. Yeah. I'm an old man. Yep. But He really is a grandpa. Wow. But speaking of old men, we watched Stranger Things. We're here to talk to you about Stranger Things, episodes one through seven. Now... I think at the beginning we'll probably do some somewhat non-spoilery stuff, but if you haven't watched all seven episodes, you should probably watch all seven episodes before yeah. you listen to, to this. Yeah, go uh, watch them and come back. I mean, shame on you for not binging the whole thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we're going to shame people for, for pacing themselves. Well, I mean, like I thought we'd be done with it before we were because it came out the day after my birthday I, okay. and I had a long weekend and I thought we would just binge through those wow. seven episodes but 
It took us like a week and a half <laughs> to watch seven fucking episodes. <laughs> and they're all more than an hour long. So. Yeah, the last one was almost two hours long. Yeah, it was more like a mini movie. Yeah, well, they did say, the Duffer Brothers did say, and I assume that has to do with the fact, so this is the final season, obviously. Um, I feel like that they wanted to do five seasons. That seemed, five seasons is like a very nice kind of roundish number. Yeah, but that's more than uh, they usually get on Netflix, isn't it? Like, don't they usually only do yeah. three or whatever? Yeah, well, yeah, if it's successful. After the third one, they usually kind of ax it, yeah. I don't know, Netflix is changing its, because Netflix is losing subscribers by the millions every day. I think Are it's, they? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're in big trouble. I think they're changing some of the stuff they do. You and Stefan watched that um, uh, Raising Dion show, right? Yeah. Did that end, uh, like, uh, satisfactory in this last uh, season? It's not over. Okay. Well, they canceled it. <gasps> I just no! I just read that today. Aww. It's canceled. Oh, no. Was it, did it end on, like, a cliffhanger or something? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, know. it really yeah. fucking did. Oh, I'm mad. Yeah, they axed it. Oh, uh, Stefan's going to be so sad. <laughs> yeah, Netflix keeps canceling stuff because they're really struggling. Well, like, God, we started watching that show so freaking long ago, too. Mm-hmm. Like, before Corona. Oh, wow. Was when the first season. It, it suffered the same thing as Stranger Things, where, yeah. like, it's a show about a kid that had to take a year-long break in between recording. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's that's difficult. And, and you know, with with Stranger Things, obviously I feel like they wanted to do two, two seasons of it, and they couldn't because of corona, and they can't just push it back another year because these kids are going to start collecting Social Security. <laughs> right. So they had to just kind of shove it all into one season i think that's why it's a lot longer you know you commented that the actress that plays max uh looked like she had aged less than the others yeah it seemed like it but remember we saw her in a couple movies on netflix in between and i think maybe we're just used to looking at her (laughs) i don't remember um that fear street she was in fear street oh yeah she was in fear street yeah I don't know when that was filmed. Well, I think it was filmed between Stranger Things seasons. That was a weird... Fear Street was a weird, like... Yeah. Because it's like, it was sort of for kids, but then a lot of it was not for kids. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that series. Like, I used to love Christopher Pike books when I was young. Now, and he, I only know him as the uh, original captain of the Starship Enterprise. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? That was the name of the... I think Christopher, Jonathan, or something like that. Cap- Captain Pike, he was oh. the original. He, that's who Kirk took over from. Interesting. Yeah. Well, when I was a teenager, Christopher Pike wrote uh, horror novels for teens. Okay. And so I would read one every day or two. Like, just, that was like crack, and that's all I did. And um, he, more recently, since I have grown up, <laughs> wrote this Fear Street series. Mm-hmm. And I remembered fondly reading his books, right? Mm-hmm. So I grabbed the first Fear Street book and read it to our children a summer or two ago. Okay. And as I was reading it, I cringed and questioned myself a couple times. Was it highly inappropriate? 
it wasn't as inappropriate as the movies, but it was a little too scary, maybe. There's some lesbian sex scenes in the movie. No, there was no sex in this book. I'm just saying there are some lesbian yeah. sex scenes in the movie. I think the movie aged it. Like, I really think that it's written for teens. It's not written for children. Mm-hmm. The books and then the movies were for teens and young adults. That yeah, I guess I don't you know, know. definitely not children. No, definitely not children. But speaking of children, what we're here to talk about is Stranger Things. <laughs> right. I so every season kind of feels like an homage to a different eighties property. I guess sure. Like they they leaned a lot into Ghostbusters in that one season where they all dressed as Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and. This one, obviously, I think other people have pointed it out, is very Nightmare on Elm Street-esque. Well, and then they, you know, they pulled, uh, what's his name? Good old Robert England. Right. <laughs> they, they pulled, pulled him, him out, halfway so. out of his grave and <laughs> said, slap some makeup on you, son of a bitch. It's so weird to see him as anything other than Freddy. Yeah. There's some uh, alien kind of like those things, those flying things that were biting at Steve. Ugh. It reminded me of the, their faces kind of reminded me of alien. Really? The face huggers. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It just I just got really scared that he was going to get eaten alive. Yeah. Well, some of the girls wanted to eat him alive. I think. I think all the girls wanted to eat him alive. <laughs> Shit. Even uh, Maya Hawk, even though her character's a lesbian. Right. <laughs> she was looking. <laughs> um, no, that was a very funny moment when Max was like, when he's, uh, they're all like, oh, he's taking his shirt off and he's all hairy and everything. And uh, Max is like, let me see. And she takes the binoculars and just. Just stares. Just stares. <laughs> no words. They just kind of like look glancing over at her. It's very funny. I don't like the hairy chest. I have a hairy chest. No, I like your hairy chest. I like most hairy chests. I don't like it on Steve. Yeah, Steve needs to be smooth. I don't know why, but it just bothers me. Wasn't he smooth like a season ago? What happened? He needs to be <laughs> he needs to be Johnny Smooth, just a smooth boy. He's not supposed to be a hairy dude yet. He's got ni- that nice hair though. Yeah. That's fine. Um so yeah, I, I like the the like I said, I like the Nightmare on Elm Street-esque vibes. Obviously, there's some Carrie going on with um, Eleven. Mm-hmm, yeah. She gets uh, attacked. Yeah. Eleven is... I don't know. Like, our son is watching it with us now. He's he's 12. He's old enough. Yeah. And uh, he asked me an interesting question, I thought anyway, of which storyline was my favorite. Mm. And I am enjoying the what I consider the main story, which is the kids right. fighting the evil, you know, superpower in Ve- yeah Vecna in Hawkins. But his favorite is like not even Hopper in Russia, mm-hmm. but Joyce and Murray, Murray. going to find him. <laughs> I guess that's kind of the comic relief section of yeah. the of the show. Yeah, that makes sense. With him, you know, being a black belt in karate. Or <laughs> that <whatever>. was hilarious. <laughs> Murray is great, though. Yeah, I do like his character quite a bit. It's uh, it seemed like a lot of wheel spinning to me, though, in the whole Russia thing. It was like, oh, he's out. Oh, now he's right back in. Yeah, that was annoying. And it's like. I don't know. It just it feels kind of like they're just wasting time. Just, to me, this is what it seems like. 
they wrote this like oh he gets transported to Russia. They wrote this thing at the end of the season, so he's not really dead. Which kind of undercuts the whole dramatic. Like, right. I, can, I can still just picture the dramatic music, his face looking at Joyce, all the, oh. I cried. Know. Yeah. It really undercuts that. But anyway, um, so it feels like they did that, and then they, like, didn't have any ideas. They're like, oh, they came up with the plot of the new, this new season, and they were like, oh, what about Hopper? They're like, oh. Well, we got to get him back to Hawkins. Let's just figure out a way to do that. And, you know, because nothing interesting's going on with him. I I don't know that I would go that far. I mean, to say they didn't have any ideas and nothing interesting's going on. It's, it's depressing. It's really fucking like, it's like he's in hell. Yeah. Like, it's just torture after torture after torture, and it's getting a little old watching my favorite character get, you know, tortured. But There's some good acting going on. He's doing some good acting when he's talking about his daughter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They make the most out of what they're doing over there in, in you know, the Russia thing, but they're not, there's nothing that they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're making the most out of the nothing that's going on there. Like, they don't have any plot in place. They're just like, oh, there's a, yeah, there's a Demogorgon monster they're going to have to fight. And that's, like, the big culmination of what he's doing there. But it it really does just feel like we don't have enough material. We have way more material over here with the Hawkins stuff. But we have to come back to him every once in a while because people have to remember he's in the show and we're paying him. (laughs) So... Like every time they go back to him, it's just like mm, just just fill some time with him. You know, that's what it feels like. It really feels like they're just filling some time because the arc of his his uh, storyline is really short. Yeah, it could be one episode. Honestly, he's there in Russia. He tries to break out, gets betrayed. They come to get him. They're going to feed him to the monster. Joyce and Murray come and, and save the day. That could be one, maybe two episodes. Yeah. Of, you know, not a whole episodes, but I just mean that storyline could span over a couple episodes and then that's it. Then they, they however they're going to get back, they get back to, they get back to Hawkins. Uh, and that's, I mean, I guess that's, that'll be a, a something too. But it feels like a lot of it was, especially in the early, it got more exciting after Murray and Joyce got drugged and <laughs> they, you know, got, uh, you know, uh, like their plane crash and everything. That was very Indiana Jones. Yeah. The, the plane crashing. We're not, f- f- whatever, we're crashing. What? It's from Indiana Jones. Okay. The Temple of Doom. I don't remember, but I believe you. Okay. Um, When they get on the, the raft and they, you know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's like your, that's your favorite Indiana Jones movie, by the way, and you don't remember that. It's been a long time. Okay. Uh, Kate Capshaw or whatever her name is, you know. Uh, but yeah, so they. <laughs> this is the great content you can pay for everyone. Um, but yeah, they, they that that got sort of interesting once that kind of kicked into gear. That got sort of interesting, but the first like four or five episodes where literally nothing's going on with him. That was nothing. I mean, like. Okay, at one point he like broke his foot. 
to get out of that thing. Uh Like, and I mean, that was something. And by the way, that never, that didn't harm him in fighting the Demogorgon. He didn't get an infection. Yeah, it's been weird how, like, he's still been so mobile and stuff after having to go through all the stuff he's been going through. Like, he's, he's like, my ribs are broken. Don't make me laugh. And they probably are. But then he doesn't seem like they are. No. I'm just so sick of everybody being like, uh, no, you're not strong, American. Yeah, you're, you're, you're full of bluster. You're not strong. And it's just like, he's nothing but strong. Right. Like his, char- his character is written as basically like fucking He-Man. Right. <laughs> so you brought up, though, about his daughter. Now, he had been talking about his daughter. He mentioned yeah. the Agent Orange. So is that a thing, like, that these guys come back from war and like have kids that die of cancer because of agent orange. It didn't, I, it seems like a far fetched thing. Does it? It does. Well, no, you're wrong. That really happens. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How, like what happens to their sperm that makes them have kids that later get, can't, I mean, that's weird. Like I understand being sterile or birth defects or I don't know, but mm. later getting cancer, that just seems weird. Yeah. I mean, the, the any, like, the stuff that you take in your body can affect things in many ways. And, yeah, if the sperm is, like, defective, it's like carrying defective genetic material because it's been mutated, essentially. And those mutations can cause cancers. Yeah, so I don't know. I haven't done a ton of research on Agent Orange or what happened to Vietnam War vets who were exposed to Agent Orange. But, yeah, I mean, it was a big... It was a big deal. That's awful. Uh, yeah, and and it's it affected them. It affected their families, and it was, yeah. So that gives us a little more flavor. He feels responsible for the death of his daughter because of, like, he shouldn't have had kids of his own or whatever because of that. I guess. I mean, but like that's kind of like saying he thinks then she should never have been born. But like, I feel like he loved her so much. She seemed happy up till that point. Like. I'm just saying, like, maybe... No, this is a good time. Oh, wait, no, not anymore. Maybe she would would argue that she would rather have had what she had than nothing at all. She would rather have existed. Yeah, probably. I think most of us would rather have existed than not existed. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there are some people out there that would say I'd rather not have have existed. existed. That's pretty fucking dark. (laughs) Even for this show pretty dark yeah but yeah that's uh so yeah it's definitely a thing okay so that's his favorite storyline huh it was it was it's like i said that was moments of levity really to me mostly except for it was annoying and angering when he drugged them and everything it was clear that they that he betrayed them and hopper gets taken in and all that stuff again yeah, that was all very upsetting. But I, my favorite storyline is probably I. I like the eleven storyline a lot, actually. My maybe my least favorite storyline besides the Alaska thing is the uh, the kids in California slash Utah. Oh yeah, I don't even think about them as a separate storyline, but they are. Yeah, and I mean that's another one where it's like. What are they doing? Yeah. They really didn't have a lot of ideas for some of these characters. Well, I mean, like, especially they went to go see Dustin's girlfriend. Like, by the time that happened, 
I, and we mind you, we watched all of this in a week and a half, so there was mm-hmm. not a big pause in between. Dusty I bun. was wondering why they were there. Like I couldn't quite remember, and I'm still not sure. Because they did the because they did the war games thing. They had the number. The dude gave him a number, but it's a number to a modem for some fucking reason. Uh huh. And they needed to use it to track down the address of where Eleven is. They're looking for Eleven because the military dudes are also looking for Eleven. Okay. It seems like they both found them now because they tortured that one dude and finally he just gave up. That poor guy. Finally he was just like, yeah, you know, let's let's end this. Just promise me you won't kill her. Right. Because they think that she's responsible for what's happening in Hawkins. Which I guess, in a way, she kind of is, but, she's al- not. but also not. No, we know she's not now. It's not her. It's one. Yeah, but she she kind of set that in motion with her with her attacking him and taking the fucking thing out of his neck and all that stuff. Okay, like if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't be alive and doing this. Huh. Now, I'm just saying, it's not really her fault, but I'm just saying, like, in, you can look at it in a, in a way. What I want to know is, so, obviously, spoilers, we find out that the storylines are connected uh, with Eleven, what she's going through in the past, and what's happening now. Because Vecna is the son of Creel, I believe. Victor Creel, I think, mm-hmm. was his name. Uh, who's... Robert England, and the first victim of this Vecna thing, right? So he the, the son is actually doing this because he, for some reason, has these powers. The powers that Eleven has and everything. We don't know how he came about them. And this is the other thing, too. It's hard to do this any other way for the TV show, so I cut them some slack. But it's a lot of fucking exposition. He's basically just like monologue ta- telling Eleven how everything fits together in that one scene. You look so confused. We just watched this. Did you? Like- I'm not confused about the show. I'm confused why you're saying this because um, like it wasn't like him just sitting there talking. Like they, they did flashbacks. They showed like what he was doing and stuff yes. like, while he was narrating. Correct. They did do that, but it's still a voiceover of him, basically just. I mean, it's not. It's not a lot of. You're not discovering it through actual scenes. Okay. Um. But yeah. So it turns out that Vecna is the son of this dude who somehow came about these powers. We don't know how. Unexplained. He just has these telekinetic powers. And he became one because Matthew Modine got a hold of him and took his his blood, I believe, and some stuff and was like, let me let's make some others. Yeah, that was a really bad idea. Like they were called in to deal with a psychopath with Mm. superpowers and they're like, let's make more. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know exactly how they did it. That's not explained either. Now, here's the thing. I'm not one of those people where it's like everything has to be explained. I don't care. It doesn't matter. They used him to make the others. That's all I need to know. Don't need a deeper explanation of it. You could come up with one. You could talk about DNA and fucking blood samples and and like all this other stuff and come up with, with a scientific explanation that might or might not pass muster, but I don't care. 
All the the only information I really need is they took him and they made the other ones. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't make them, but they took other children and they did something medically to them to give them these powers. And they're all developing these powers. And he was too powerful and too much of a psychopath, so they put some kind of fucking uh, dampening chip on him. Right. But still employed him and allowed him to have access to the other kids. Maybe not the best move. Well, what are they supposed to do? Lock him in a cage. Uh, he was he a- murdered two people. Two people. He was a kid. <laughs> what? And look what he's done now. <laughs> yeah, you're really going to argue that he shouldn't have just been locked up? I'm just saying I can understand why they chose not to lock him up. Anyway, so they uh, this whole time we think that uh, that Eleven's the one that killed all these people, but it's not. It's one. Yeah. He killed them all. And he just lets her think. Matthew Modine lets her think she did it. And that's making me really mad. Like, if you know she didn't do it and she's all sad and freaking out, then fucking tell her. Yeah, Matthew Modine's an asshole. I hate him. Um, But my question is, so they have their confrontation. They don't say this. I'm glad they don't fucking state it or whatever. But he says to her, found my power. Uh, from a, a memory that makes you both sad and angry. So he's drawing on negative emotions mm-hmm. to fuel this power of his, right? She tries to do that, but it's not really working because he has more negative emotions than she does, right? Right. She gets, you know, put up in the air. Looks like she's going to get all turned up and <laughs> fucking cracked out. Like, uh, I don't know why he does that to the them like the how he kills them because he likes that he can manipulate their bodies with his mind i guess but instead she thinks of i don't know how she know has this memory but she thinks of a memory of love did you catch that she thinks about the moment of her birth and seeing her mother's face and her being like oh i love you so much jane and everything so she thinks about a moment of love and that's what fuels her uh, power. Good versus evil. Exactly. It's the Care Bear power of love. <laughs> it's Huey Lewis's power of love. There you That's go. what she's channeling. And so my question is, and then she, you know, she destroys him, uh, opens up this rift, and shoves him through it. My question is, did she create the Upside Down? Was that her creating a realm to lock him in through her power and she created the upside down hmm. or was the upside down always there and she basically just shoved him through with as powerful as she was being shoved him through reality opened up a fissure to another reality and shoved him in it a desolate like empty reality I, I I tend to I would tend to think that it was there. I don't think she's powerful enough to create an entire dimension. Okay. What do you, what do you think? I think probably it was just there and she shoved him so hard she shoved him through reality. Yeah. Into another reality. That's what I think. Now, Dustin was talking about how uh and I think this makes a lot of sense. Where he was talking about, like, oh, the Mind Flayer is, you know, wants to take over the world and everything. And the Demogorgon, season one, was just, like, a foot soldier, which makes a lot of sense because it's basically a f- just fucking mindless killing mission. Right. 
And he's like, and Vecna is like his five-star general. Do you think that's the case? That Vecna slash Creel is his five-star general, like his big command dude? Or do you think Vecna is the one in charge of everything? I kind of was thinking Vecna was in charge of everything until they said that because he like hooks up into... Mm -hmm all these like tendrils and the tendrils like they said it's a hive mind right everything's yeah. connected it seems like he's running everything through that i agree i think when he got there to the upside down it, it was basically just him and i think he cultivated these things mm-hmm. the demogorgons and the flying things i think they're his creations that's what i think Oof. i think he populated it they also, there's also the revelation that they're in the past when they're in the Upside Down. Yeah, that's weird. And I don't know why that is either. And if that is, then why are they able to talk to the people in the fucking future? That, I mean, that bothers me, honestly. That doesn't seem like that should work that way. It seems like the other way should work. Like they should be able to talk and Dustin should be able to hear them because they're speaking from the past. So he's hearing echoes from the past. But he shouldn't be able to communicate back to them because they're in the past. Mm-hmm. So, but it's the other way around. Or I would think that the past people should be able to hear them now and not the people now. I think that's the same thing as what I said. I think if I followed what she just said, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> well, what do, what do you mean then? I mean that, like, when I don't, I don't think it's wrong that they can hear them. Okay, why? But I think that the people hearing them should be the two years ago people, not the present day people. That is how it's going. The two years ago, the three years ago, actually, people are hearing Dustin talk and they can't talk to him. They have to use the lights. That is how it is. But those aren't three years ago people. Those are now people. What are you talking about? Motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> In the Upside Down, they're in the past. Yeah. The people not in the Upside Down are in the present. Correct. But they're still talking to each other. The people in the past, the people that are in the Upside Down in the past can hear the people in the future talk. Right. But they can't talk to them. But they can talk to them through the lights. Right. But they should be talking to people not in the Upside Down. But in the past. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, they should be, you know, flickering lights in Nancy's room and have Nancy from three years ago see it, not Nancy now. That part doesn't make sense to me. Okay, but how does the part where the people in the future are talking and the people in the past can hear them make sense? It doesn't. None of it makes sense. Okay. The- wow, that was the most convoluted, long discussion <laughs> to be like, yeah, I mean, we're both right. <laughs> oh, my God. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't need to make sense. So, I don't know. So, they have two episodes left mm-hmm. to fix it. To fix it all. To fix everything. I don't know. I hate how they did this, too, by the way. What do you mean? Seven episodes and then two. Yeah. And when are they going to release the next two episodes? I don't remember. Is it like a million years from now? 
Yep, exactly. <laughs> but we'll have to go to Nancy's room to hear it. <laughs> Shut up. Even though it'll be filmed a million years from now, we'll still be able to hear it in the past. But to 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 let them to let the filmmakers know that we liked it, we have, we'll have to use lights. <laughs> what do you th- like? This season is so far. I think. Is my favorite or second favorite season. Okay. It's either one or two, with obviously season one being the other one. I like season three quite a bit, too, actually. I liked them all. Season two, I think, was clearly the weakest. I don't remember season two right now. (laughs) Exactly. Was that the Ghostbusters one? Yeah. It was fine. Exactly. It was fine. (laughs) The weakest of, of the four. But this one, I don't. Where would you rank this one? Is this your favorite, second, third, fourth? Probably my second favorite behind one. Yeah. But maybe my first favorite. I don't know. One's pretty fucking hard to beat. It is. It I was, mean, and the the feeling of it is impossible to beat. Do you remember how like they were releasing them episode at a time, like one week at a time in the beginning, weren't they? Or were we just? I don't think they Watching were. Watching them slowly. <laughs> I don't think they were. I think they released them all at once. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Well, I just remember, like, going crazy waiting to watch the next one. So. I still feel that way. Now we've got to wait an undetermined amount of time. <laughs> I think it's like a two months or something. Like that. So we should definitely. Fourth talk- of July, maybe. Okay. Well, that's not that long. Something like that. Fourth of July is like less than a month away. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. Hey, we're in the future now. When does the second part of Stranger Things air? Here's what I found from Wikipedia. Not the second season. No. Wait, let's ask Alexa. Alexa, when is part two of season four of Stranger Things going to release? There we go. July 1st. Yes, thank you very much. Now, did all of your Alexas say the same thing? <laughs> that's, that's our Alexa from the past speaking to your Alexa from the future. <laughs> so, okay, so it's less than a month away. I can deal with that. Yeah. Now, we will uh, also release an episode covering the final two episodes, uh, yes. probably somewhere around the 4th of July, since it's coming out the 1st of July. Uh, that will be on Patreon, so if you want to hear that, uh, we urge you to uh, to sign up for our uh, patron. Yes, and the, the more of you that subscribe, the more content we will make. That's right, but there's great content there right now. Well, you know, any of you who have been listening, you know, since the beginning, yeah. uh, we used to do mixed tapes. Yeah. We, we will start doing those more and yeah. put those on Patreon as well. Absolutely. All right, so that is our thoughts on uh, Stranger Things season season four. Uh, you guys can let us know what you think as well. Yeah, and you know, write reviews for the show and do all that stuff. Yeah, like don't just you know share the tapes with your friends, but uh... <laughs> force the tapes on your friends. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate your help, guys. Yeah, we do. Uh, but that is the, it for this week. Uh, this Back into the Future, Carol. 
write us latefee1994.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yep. We're yeah. on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on all the stuff. We are, yeah. And, and I have a Pinterest. Oh, yeah, it's very Pinteresting. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.